This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. It's Obehave with Arden Moore. This show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the All Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Okay, listeners, our special guest today demonstrates great range as an actor. His characters have been on the good side of the law and the bad side. And he's played a vampire, but perhaps his favorite role is being a doggone great pet parent to a pair of dogs named Boots and Scotty, plus for being a key advocate for pet adoption. You know him from his many years playing NYPD Detective Elliot Stabler on Law and Order Special Victims Unit, and now you're catching him as Commander Winslow on The Handmaid's Tale. Today, he's on a mission to help shelter animals. Please give pause and applause to the one and only Christopher Maloney. Welcome to the show, Chris. Thank you, Arden. How you doing? I'm doing great. And uh, and folks, Christopher is here because he's teaming up with Hills Pet Nutrition to help spread the word about NBC Universal-owned television station's fifth, that's number five, annual Clear the Shelters. This nationwide pet adoption campaign is taking place on August 17th, so mark your calendar. We're going to get right back to Chris after we take this quick commercial break, so you know the drill. Sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Pause up, everybody. This is your host, Arden Moore. And guess what? I wear different collars in the pet world. I am also a master instructor in pet first aid and CPR. And I have some great news for all you. Safety is one of the best skills you can learn for pets that you have and those that you care for from other people. That's why I'm excited to let you know we now have a two-day online interactive pet first aid instructor program. Yep, I have teamed up with Pro Pet Hero and I am your instructor. We use Zoom technology, which is great. So you can be wherever you are in North America. I can tap into you and we have a class of up to six people at a time for two days and we teach you all the veterinary approved hands-on skills to become a pet first aid and CPR instructor. To learn more, please go to Pro Pet hero.com this is your chance to be your pet's best health ally let's talk pets let's talk pets on pet life radio pet life radio pet life radio.com hey everybody this is steven weber reminding you to always listen to arden more on oba the best show on pet life radio we're back from the lot just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box the letterbox that is now back to obehave here's arden welcome back to the obehave show on pet life radio i'm your host arden moore we have chris maloney in the house now i'm just curious chris are boots and scotty with you 
No, they, they told me not to bring them in, but I'll do a, a, a small... Boots is <laughs> actually not my dog. He's a uh, beach dog because uh, we go down to the Dominican Republic all the yeah. time. There are beach dogs down there, and he has become our unofficial... Anytime we go and visit, he's the one who, out of the dozen dogs that roam the beach, he's the one that comes over, and we adopt him for the time that we're there. Nice. But uh, the local vets come by and uh, are, you know, make, they check their teeth and they, uh, you know, give them shots and make sure that they're healthy. And uh, we support that program down there. Yeah. So is he the one that, is he the black and white dog or the other dog? Which one is Boots in the pictures we got? So Boots is black and white. We call him uh, Zapatos de Blanco because he, that's my really bad pigeon Spanish. That's okay. I'm, I'm doing Duolingo, too. I'm trying to learn, and I sound Italian when I speak Spanish. So, you know, all I know is, yo quiero un perro bonita, nombre Kona. How's that? That's it. I, I, not even get a co- I won't even get a cold beer in the Dominican Republic with that, right? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and tell us yeah, a little no, bit about the, Scotty. Dog, yeah, my dog, Frida, who passed away two years ago, that was a rescue dog, and, uh, but now we still have Scotty. Okay, and Scotty kind of looks like my dog, Kona. It's kind of a scruffy terrier mix, it looks like, from the photo. Yeah, well, you know, we uh, I had a vet. I asked a vet, and uh, they said, uh, yeah, he looks like a border terrier. Okay, and how old is Scotty? Scotty is now eight years old. Wow, Did and what's the 411 on how you guys met? Was he at a casting call with you, and he got the, the role over you, and you didn't take any amends to that? <laughs> Yeah, I told him to take me along with him. There you um, go, smart man. No, what had happened is we had moved out of the city, out of New York City, and uh, we promised our kids another dog because we mm-hmm. already had Frida. Right. So, uh, you know, we yet again went to a shelter, a couple of them, all over the tri-state area in New York City uh, area, and we uh, we finally found Scotty. And what was it about him that said he's the one? He just had this very mysterious, offbeat attitude, self-sufficient, you know, kind of just was letting us know, oh, take me, don't take me. I really don't care. I got other (laughs) stuff. But he also, and this is what was funny is my kids, they're like, look at his eyes, look at his eyes. And his eyes looked like he had on eyeliner. Really? Yeah, and I've always thought, you know, he looks like a, a bassist from a hair metal band from the 1980s. He might just That's, be reincarnated. You don't know, do you? I have strong suspicions. So when you play heavy metal in the house, does he just rock off? I mean, does he just keep, does he howl? Is he, okay, so you might have some there. Well, we call those dogs that are all kind of don't know, jumbled gene-wise, uh, canine cocktails. So it sounds like Scotty's a, a great dog for you and your family, and and so tell me a little bit, how did you uh, team up with Hills Pet Nutrition for this uh, Clear the Shelters Day that's taking effect on uh, August 17th? Well, they asked me to, to put out the word, and um, I said, well, the, what is the word and what's the deal? And, you know, I, they educated me as to what exactly they do and, and how deeply they, they're entrenched they are in, you know, making sure that shelters have food. I mean, I think they're up to like over a quarter of a billion dollars worth of donated food to shelters to keep the dogs well fed. That's a lot of kibble. And then, uh, that's a lot, a lot of, and, they, <laughs> uh, and they've, you know, been sponsoring uh, this event, the Clear the Shelters event now for five years. I thought, oh, let's try and get more eyes and ears uh, focused on this weekend of August 17th. 
Well, that sounds great. And I do know that there's an ebook that they have coming out. They're unleashing from Hills. And it, I understand it's a story about a journey of a, of a shelter dog to being adopted. And for every download, Hills is going to donate a meal to a shelter pet. That's even, that's nice too. That's uh, icing on the cake. Yeah, yeah, they really are pushing for every opportunity that they can to, you know, take care of these animals and also try and help uh, find a, a loving home for them. That sounds great. I don't know where you find the time, dude. You're like all over the place on TV. You know, the reruns of Law and Order, I think they play in every workout gym in America, don't you think? Yes, and and I'll just <laughs> and I'm able to speak uh, Spanish, Portuguese. I nice. Mean, I, I speak about 20 languages. Oh, man, I got to go to another country and see it. Maybe it's on a cruise ship because I think sometimes Law and Order is even on cruise ships in the workout gym. Yeah. And you have in Hebrew. Oh, had they voiced over you in Hebrew? Yeah, my friend, my, came, my friend came back from Israel. He said, well, that's it. <laughs> oh, he's here too. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. But now the Handmaid's Tale, you know, you've got a, you're teaming up with a pretty stellar cast with Elizabeth Moss and Joseph. Yeah. Vines and Bradley Whitford and the whole gang. I mean, that's a lot different than uh, being uh, Detective Elliot Stabler. You're yeah, a commander. You know, exactly. Yeah, I, I got a pay upgrade and uh, yeah, I was promoted. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a different world, I'll tell you. But uh, the actors are great to work with and production was so much fun. And they, it actually was fun in the middle of this dystopian storytelling. But yeah, we had a lot of fun together. That sounds good. And uh, I wanted to give a little people about your background because you're kind of a stud as a quarterback. Um, tell us about your high school and what happened to 1978. <laughs> well, Did I do my homework? Boy, I'll say. Well, I was uh, the quarterback. Uh, I was co-captain. And uh, we went undefeated. And, uh, you know, I must say that was a, uh, I still hold that near and dear to uh, to my heart and what that meant to me in my life, and uh, it was it was really a big deal, and uh, I'm what very uh, proud of it. What was the school, and what was your uh, team mascot? What were you known as? You were the Saints. Oh, yeah. move over, so, Drew Brees, right? There you go. Yeah, we were the Saints. What high school? Alexandria, Virginia, at St. Stephen's. Okay. So cool. were you a drop-back quarterback? I used to be a sports writer. What kind of, how would you say your style was? You know, back in the day, you know, a thousand years ago, there was an offensive scheme called the Veer offense. Oh, I remember so, that. Yeah, so I would do a little trickery. Where, you know, am I handing the ball off? Am I not? So it was a lot of reading what the defense was going to do. Uh, they would have to react off of what I was doing with the ball. So you were, yeah, yeah. you're kind of like Mahoney and uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs now. He does that little kind of. You never know if you he's going to pass or not. How's that? Was that a good? I just compared you to an NFL quarterback. Is that all right? One of the best. Yes, you <laughs> did, and thank you very much. I appreciate that. First <laughs> Drew Brees, and now Mahomes. I know. I got you. And so that, I'm going to just stop while I'm behind on that part. But, you know, getting into acting, it isn't easy. I see that in your resume, you were a bouncer, a bartender, and a personal trainer. Any advice you can give folks that are trying to uh, break into acting based on your experience? Believe in yourself. Continue to work at it. Perseverance very often is just as valuable as talent or connections. That sounds good. And you're kind of giving a new role for many dogs and cats that are in shelters and other animals. What's the beauty of getting a dog or a cat or other animal from a shelter? My, I myself, my two, uh, Kona and Casey, the cat and dog, we teach pet first aid all over the country 
And they're both a couple, I call them shelter alums instead of rescues because I kind of want to up the game for shelters. What's your take on, on the role shelters play for these guys? Well, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll first say this. The role that they play with my family is this. You know, when our kids were clamoring for a pet, you know, my wife and I were very clear about, you know, let's not just get them a present, a thing. We wanted a story behind it. We wanted to have them have uh, an engagement with this entity that needs you. This is a, a, an animal that needs you, needs your help. Right. You, the kids. Right. And, you know, to, to us, I, you know, I felt as though it, it was giving them ownership of, you know, let's go into these places that, you know, these dogs are clamoring for, for you to take them uh, that want you. And, you know, you have to make the decision, you know, to rescue and give these animals life. And we, in fact, we intentionally got our first dog, Frida, she had, we don't know how, but she'd broken her uh, left forepaw. Oh. And one of the, uh, I guess it was the ulna, and it broke on the growth plate. So her arm was a little twisted. And, you know, I, we just thought it was important that we get this dog to teach our children that, you know, you love something that's maybe not perfect, you know, to Very good. nurture something that, you know, would on the outside look, quote-unquote, broken or not normal. And we just thought that was kind of a, a good and important lesson. And, you know, whether it hit them or not, I don't know. But uh, I can tell you that they love that animal, as all children do. Well, hugs um, to Frida up in uh, up in heaven. And now you've got Scotty, and Scotty is, is living large, too. But I think you, you've got a lesson here that a lot of listeners who are parents and grandparents take hold of, and that is you're passing on to the next generation, how to be good custodians of these wonderful dogs and cats and other critters on our planet. And so for that, you know, I give you a big pause up, Christopher. How's that? I can't give you an Emmy. I can't give you an Oscar. I can only give you a pause up. That's it. That's only in my pay grade, man. And I'm going to cherish that. All right. All right. So a little bit more about the Hills uh, Pet Nutrition, this big campaign. Can yeah. you tell us how people can find out more information? Well, you know, go to, uh, all you have to do is look up Clear the Shelters for the uh, for August 17th. Good. And uh, you'll see how uh, Hills is involved, how long they've been involved, and what exactly their role is that they play in it. Yeah, you were talking a little bit about some of their donations. What I've been told yeah. is they've been doing this for now. This is the fifth year. They've helped 10 million listeners, 10 million pets find homes and counting, and they have uh, provided nearly $300 million worth of Hills pet food to more than 1,000 animal shelters. I think we need and to learn how to clone their, groups like Hills, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's through their Food, Shelter, and Love program, which they've been involved with since 2002. So, and actually, I now have it right here in front of me. It is literally cleartheshelters.com, and that's how you can learn more. Thank the you August so much. All right. Well, anything else you'd like to add before? I know you're uh, kind of uh, hitting there all the circuits, but it's not often you get to be on the Old Behave Show, right? I know you're worth well, thrilled. You know, I, no, I'll tell you what. They educated me as to, uh, you know, you're, you're like a, a pro. You're the real deal. How many <laughs> books have you written? 27 just for dogs and cats and another 10 for medical. I have really strong typing fingers. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I really, I'm like you. I really feel like I'm getting to do what I really enjoy. And I have the only cat actively in the entire country teaching pet first aid. That cat purrs when you're showing how to do a CPR. Wow. I know. And he's a shelter alum. Now, there you go, listeners. And we have Christopher Maloney here, and he's got shelter alums. I mean, I think it's awesome that you go to the Dominican Republic and have this little reunion every time, you know, with Boots. And they do know you. You know, they smell you coming. They know you're on the plane. They got good noses. (laughs) (laughs) It It is truly the highlight of going down there. That's awesome. Well, when you see boots, I, I know a lot of island dogs, they call them pot lickers. Did you know that? No. That's because they lick the pots clean, like in the Bahamas and other places. Yeah. Yeah, in yeah. Belize. So uh, Boots is one lucky dog. Does he have like, a, his, is his collar autographed by you or something? It would go all around the collar if you did your full name. Yeah, no, co- collar free, roaming free on the beach. All right. That sounds good. Well, folks, we have been delighted. We have had on our show Christopher Maloney, and I loved your role on Law & Order. I get scared on watching The Handmaid's Tale. i got to tell you that. i got to confess that. But you've been in so many other shows and movies, and I look forward to your next projects because you bring it just like an all-star quarterback should. Thanks, Art. I appreciate that. All right, guys. And I also at this time want to give a shout out to my producer, Mark Winter. He is the Wizard of Paws. He is the executive director of this and all the other shows on Pet Life Radio. And so until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.